Thanksgiving on the farm and we're celebrating with loads of rich, indulgent food, like my doubly creamy twice-baked potatoes and hearty Brussels sprout casserole with crispy fried onions on top. Plus, no turkey today. My sweet and sticky orange marmalade glazed ham will make you forget all about the bird. And for dessert, the most delicious pumpkin pie that's ever passed through your lips. Hey, this is me, Molly A. I'm a cookbook author and food blogger. This is my husband, Nick. And this is our home, our farm on the North Dakota-Minnesota border. The place where I eat, sleep, and breathe food. My food is a delicious mix of my Chinese and Jewish heritage and a taste of the Midwest. It's the kickoff to the holiday season, Thanksgiving. And even though I'm definitely more of a cake person than a pie person, Nick has got to have his pumpkin pie. So I'm making one of our favorite recipes, which is rich and custardy and has incredible depth of flavor because I make a cooked filling and then I put it into a pie crust and bake and decorate with fresh whipped cream. So to start, I'll take my one can of pumpkin and I'm going to add it to a saucepan. I'm gonna add a third of a cup each of granulated sugar and brown sugar. And that's just so that there's enough molasses-y flavor from the brown sugar, but not so much that it overpowers. And a quarter cup of maple syrup for my third type of sugar. And that's just gonna mean more dimension of flavor. I'll season with a teaspoon of salt. And now I'm gonna cook this stirring until it's glossy and thickened. And that's gonna allow the sugars to melt and caramelize. I never actually really used to like pumpkin pie until Nick came along. Nick is pumpkin pie's number one fan. The first few years, he made it himself while I was busy with other things and it was a disaster. He would forget the sugar or he wouldn't make enough crust or he would overbake it. But in recent years, he has vastly improved. And since we started making this recipe, I've actually fallen in love with it too. This is smelling really good. I'm gonna grab my heavy cream and milk. I'll add three quarters of a cup of each of these. And one thing that I find so uniquely delicious about this pie is that you can actually taste the milky richness of it. And I'm using the combo so that it's really rich, but not overly rich. Okay, I'm gonna switch to a whisk now so I can whisk it all in. And now I'm just gonna heat this until the milk gets steamy. I don't wanna bring it to a boil and scald the milk. This is looking so creamy already. As this heats up, I'm gonna crack in my eggs. I've got three whole eggs and two egg yolks for added richness. So now anytime you want to incorporate eggs into a hot mixture like this, you've got to temper them. And that means warming them up gradually. Because if I were to just crack them in, they would scramble and the texture would not be smooth. I'm going to grab a ladle. So it takes some coordination, but I'm going to add a little bit of the hot mixture as I'm whisking the eggs. And this is essentially gonna gradually cook them while maintaining their smooth texture. My egg mixture is warm to the touch and that's how I know it's ready to be added back into the pot. So with one hand, I'll drizzle it in and with the other hand, I'm gonna continue to whisk. Perfect. Oh, this smells so cozy. I'm gonna continue to cook this while it thickens and in the meantime, I'll grab my spices and vanilla. I've got cinnamon and nutmeg, and then because it's Thanksgiving, I'm pulling out the fancy vanilla beans. Oh, they smell so good. So I'm gonna slice it in half and just scrape out the pods. And I'm gonna use the blunt end of my knife to scrape them out. And this is gonna add fancy vanilla flavor and really pretty speckles. Okay, I'll scrape this into the filling. A little really goes a long way. 
And then I don't like to add too many spices, just enough to enhance the pumpkin flavor. So half a teaspoon of cinnamon and a quarter teaspoon of freshly grated nutmeg. And this spice combination actually happened because Nick was making his first good pumpkin pie and he couldn't find half the spices. So we only put in the cinnamon and the nutmeg and we found we really loved it. I'll whisk this in. I love being able to see the speckles of the spices and the vanilla bean. My filling is done. I'll grab my crust, which is blind baking in the oven. This is just my go-to pie crust. I made it easily using a food processor. Flour, sugar, and salt. Blended with cold butter, and then formed into a dough with a little apple cider vinegar and ice water. I rolled it out and crimped the edges, but store-bought is totally okay, especially around Thanksgiving when things get crazy. I'm gonna taste the filling before I add it in, just in case I wanna make any adjustments. Mmm, yum. There are so many things going on in that filling and they all just mesh together in the most beautiful way. I'm gonna pour this into the crust and I'm gonna bake this at 375 degrees for 30 to 40 minutes until the outside is set, but the center is still a little jiggly. That's how you prevent it from cracking. Nick is gonna lose his mind when he sees this. It's Thanksgiving and I can smell my intoxicating pumpkin pie in the oven. Oh yes, this is perfectly done. It's set around the outside, but it's still a little soft on the inside. I'm gonna let this cool completely, decorate with fresh whipped cream and cinnamon, and then it is gonna be the sweet star of the show. I'm doing something crazy this year. I'm skipping the turkey and I'm making my orange marmalade glazed ham. It's juicy and smoky and has this great caramelized sweet skin. Also, it's wildly easy to make. I just score the skin, roast it, and glaze it. That's it. It's perfect for any first timers for Thanksgiving or people like me who just wanna sit and relax and watch the parade all day. So I'm starting with the most challenging part, which is scoring it. And I'm doing that because it's gonna look really nice with this gorgeous diamond pattern. And then it's also gonna catch the marmalade and create some nice caramelized edges. So to do that, I have a sharp knife and I'm creating some shallow lines that are parallel and diagonal. I only wanna go about a third of an inch down because I don't wanna go too far into the meat and have it split apart too much. So do them an inch apart, go all the way over the equator and all the way down. So I've got all my lines going in one direction and I'll turn it to make it easy to do my lines going in the other direction. I didn't actually eat a lot of ham growing up, but when I moved here, Nick's mom, Roxanne, would make a ham for every special occasion. And I fell in love with it. The leftover ham after those dinners was what I looked forward to. And I do so many things with leftover ham. I put it on pizza, put it in eggs and quiches. It's so versatile. Dare I say more versatile than leftover turkey? Sorry, turkey. Okay, I'm done with my scoring. I'll place this into my roasting pan, flat side down. And this is about an eight to 10 pound ham. So just enough for me and Nick and Bernie. It's bone in and fully smoked. I'll fill my pan with a half inch of water and that's gonna steam the ham and make it extra juicy. Great, I'll cover it in foil 
and this is gonna go in the oven at 325 for an hour. And then I'm gonna take the foil off and give it another hour so that the top can get crispy. And if at any point the water has evaporated from the bottom of the roasting pan, I'll just add a little more. My ham is roasting away in the oven and it smells spectacular. But to level it up, I'm gonna make an orange marmalade glaze that'll be sweet and sticky and give a nice glossy shine on the ham. I'll start with half a cup of brown sugar. And this is gonna caramelize on the corners of those scored diamonds that I cut. A half a cup of grainy mustard because ham and mustard is like PB&J. And with half a cup of orange marmalade, the orangey flavor is such a nice pairing with the smoky ham. I'll balance out all this sweetness with two tablespoons of sherry vinegar. And I'll spice things up with a teaspoon of ground coriander, which has some earthy citrus notes that'll go so well with the orange. These spices just add a little extra something special. It's Thanksgiving. And then a teaspoon of ginger, and then half a teaspoon of ground allspice. Mm. Allspice is so autumnal. It's perfect for this season. Some black pepper. And then I wanna add some of the juices from the bottom of the ham pan. So I'm gonna get that out. It smells so smoky. I'm gonna increase the heat of my oven to 400 degrees. And I'm gonna add about a quarter cup of the juices to the glaze. And the juices are salty and hammy and so good. And I'll whisk this together. Mmm, there are a lot of good flavors in here. I'll brush on my glaze liberally because I wanted to get into these folds. It's just gonna enhance the ham and make it the best version of itself. Thanksgiving is definitely one of my favorite holidays. It kind of signifies the end of the busy harvest season. So it's time for Nick to slow down and we get more family time and we can travel. And also Thanksgiving is way more special now that we have our little turkey. I mean, ham. Bernie's definitely more of a ham than a turkey. Okay. This is gonna go back in the oven now at 400 degrees for about 45 minutes, and I'll brush it with the glaze a couple of times throughout so it can get extra glossy. For a hearty side dish to our holiday spread, I knew I needed something green, but it's Thanksgiving, so it's gotta be swimming in cream. So I'm making my Brussels sprout casserole, which is comforting and decadent, and the whole thing gets covered in crispy, salty onions. Plus, it's a snack to make. I just throw everything into a pot and bake. So I've got this pot heating over medium heat. I'm gonna add a couple of tablespoons of olive oil. I've got my two pounds of Brussels sprouts here that are quartered. And for me, Brussels sprouts have always been the perfect Thanksgiving vegetable, not the green beans. Brussels sprouts are in season in Thanksgiving, so it just makes sense. I'll dump these right in. They're already starting to crackle and pop and I'll stir them around and just let them get some color all over the outside. These are looking glossy and golden and gorgeous. I'm gonna add four tablespoons of butter now. There is no shortage of butter on Thanksgiving in our house. I'll let this melt. Okay, this smell is Thanksgiving now. It wasn't just Brussels sprouts, it's Brussels sprouts and butter. I've got some leeks, which I've soaked and rinsed, and these will add some nice sweetness. This is a lot of veggies, but they all cook down. I'll stir these around and let the leeks soak up that butter. I'll add a sprinkle of salt and some pepper. Oh my gosh, this smells so good right now. Thanksgiving perfume, get on it. Okay, while these continue to soften, I'll add some sliced garlic and mm, earthy thyme. 
There are so many delicious flavors in this dish. Now that my veggies are soft, I'm gonna add three tablespoons of flour. And this is gonna combine with the butter and the oil to create a roux that's gonna thicken up my liquids. And it's gonna make this so creamy. I'm gonna stir this around and let it cook for about a minute so that that flour flavor can cook off. I'll add two cups of low sodium chicken stock and let everything thicken up and get cozy. All right, call me crazy, but I feel like the true MVP of Thanksgiving is heavy cream. It makes the vegetables better. You put it on the pumpkin pie. It's everywhere. I'm stirring an entire cup of heavy cream into this thing. And I've brought it to room temperature just so that it cooks evenly. It was looking great already. Now it's looking great plus. There's so much flavor in my hands right now. I'm gonna add a quarter cup of Parmesan cheese. It's been grated. That just adds that salty umaminess. A couple of teaspoons of Dijon mustard will add that zippiness that makes Brussels sprouts sing. And lastly, some lemon zest. Let me stir this all together. Oh, that cream is really thickened up. This is so decadent. And now for the best part, the crispy fried onions. And I'm not gonna hold back here. I want a thick layer of crunchiness on top. I'll spread these out. This is beautiful. It's gonna get even more beautiful in the oven though. I'm gonna bake it at 400 degrees for 20 minutes until it's golden and bubbly around the edges. I'm gonna need my eating pans for this one. It's almost time for our family Thanksgiving and I'm pumped because of all the sides that I'm about to eat. For a starchy one, I'm making my twice baked potatoes, which are so cheesy and creamy and rich. So to start, I have my russet potatoes here and I've baked them for an hour to soften them up and I've scooped out the flesh. I've got the innards right here. I've left about a quarter of an inch border so that these will be my boats to hold the filling. Okay, and now I'll mix up my filling. I start with some tangy sour cream, obviously, half and half, some softened butter, and a little salt and pepper. And I'll beat this until it's fluffy. Then I mix in some funky Gruyere cheese, some scallions, and some pickled jalapenos, which will cut the richness with this great pop of acidity. It's a similar effect to having ketchup with your potatoes, but fancier. I'll fold all of this together. I could just eat this whole bowl right now, right here. And I'm ready to assemble. I'll gently scoop my filling into the boats, mound it up over the edge, and top with more Gruyere. I'm so happy. All right, all I need to do is keep on filling my potato pockets of Thanksgiving tastiness. Awesome. These are ready to bake at 400 degrees for 20 minutes until the cheese is melty and browned. I can't wait. I am smelling that stinky Gruyere. I'm gonna check on my potatoes. Holy buckets, these look incredible. And I can smell how rich they are. I'm gonna finish with a sprinkling of paprika, just cause it's pretty and for some extra smokiness. This is one epic side. Have I mentioned how much I love ham? I'm gonna get it out of the oven. I'm so excited about this. It looks beautiful and it smells incredible in here. I'm gonna plate it up. It smells so smoky. 
I'm gonna garnish with some orange wedges and then some fresh rosemary sprigs will be really pretty and rosemary goes beautifully with orange. Okay, let's get Thanksgiving started. It looks amazing. This ham makes me a happy man. I'm so thankful for you and also ham. I'm thankful for you and ham as well. What are we gonna do with leftovers? Sandwiches, obviously. Mm -hmm. uh, we can throw in the smoothie tomorrow morning. <laughs> These Brussels sprouts are a good time, if I do say so myself. I'm always up for a good time. <laughs> are your pants stretchy enough? I didn't bother with the belt today. <laughs> Give me your plate. <laughs> Thank you. Best pumpkin pie of my life. Next year with nuts? Best pumpkin pie of my life. <laughs> <laughs>